Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm doing fine, thanks, Reed. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, first of all, congratulations on the new job. And it's kind of funny, congratulations on finally being an Edmonton Oiler, the team that drafted you back in 1984 as a player. Funny how it works out, eh? Yeah, I know it's a little bit surreal. Uh, you know, it's kind of a bit of a, it's certainly the homecoming for us, uh, my family and I had to come back to, to uh, St. Albert and have an opportunity. I'm so blessed and fortunate to have an opportunity to work for the Oilers. You know, obviously you had an incredible season in Swift Current, and I'll ask you later on maybe to, to kind of put a, a capper on it, but obviously you were coach of the year. The, the team did really well. You know, Manny, I, I, know, uh, I know there are some things that obviously happen behind closed doors, but, I, you know, just for, for listeners who might be interested in the business of hockey or how coaches try to progress, what was it like coaching the Broncos yet also you know being spoken to by NHL opportunities and and uh, weighing some things about your future at an intense time of year well you know first of all the, the teams and especially the Oilers were so respectful and in, in knowing uh, uh, very well knowing that uh, how you know deep were in the playoffs and you know how important this part of the season was for for our organization and they were very very respectful and and very patient and uh but uh, you know, when there was time to to have have a conversation and talk, like that, we were it was good for both sides, and they were really, uh, really good as far as uh, you know. Let me know that any time that I couldn't do it or talk, uh, they they would understand it. And uh, um, but we found time, and uh, most importantly, able to you know uh, you know get uh, take care of both things, and uh, very fortunate enough to be able to do it. You know, I, I don't know how much you knew Todd McClellan from from before this process, but was there anything that made you feel there? Uh, there might be a connection there and when I say connection I don't just mean um, philosophies because sometimes it's it's important to even disagree a little bit or or present new ideas but maybe just that connection in terms of um, the ability to communicate and and be open-minded with each other. Well I think that's real important as far as any successful uh, staff whether it's hockey or or in business, you got to have uh, open dialogue, and and uh, a lot of times, uh, you don't always have to agree on on everything. But the important thing is being able to discuss it and, and speak freely, and and that's something Todd has uh, really encouraged. He says that he wants that from uh, his coaching staff uh, for next season here, and he wants to hear ideas and and to have discussions and debates about uh, uh, different things and that too. And I think that anytime you get into healthy dialogue. In conversation that certainly is going to you know make uh, you know the, the team better and also the coaching staff better also too so I'm looking forward to that you know I've obviously followed Todd's career throughout all his careers in National Hockey League and he's very very successful and a very good coach. You know Manny you said a little bit surreal and uh, you can almost look back on your coaching career and say that because you know uh, you were in Europe you were coaching the Austrian national team uh, you coached in the Olympics what what did you when you look back on that time in Europe? You know what was a, a key to your development as a coach, or or maybe um, 
I don't know, maybe something that uh, further ignited that passion or maybe made you think like, hey, maybe someday I am going to get back to the NHL and, 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 and be on a coaching staff. I don't know. I know I'm kind of being kind of general here, but I'm sure there were some pretty um, interesting moments along the way uh, in, in Europe, specifically with Austria and Germany. Well, I think the biggest thing for me, Reed, was, uh, you know, when I, I retired from playing hockey, I played till I was four. Very fortunate to play when I was 40 years old. And um, I was given an opportunity right after that to get into management and also coaching over in Europe. It's how much I enjoyed it. And uh, I really uh, enjoyed it. And I, you know, when I was done playing, I thought I knew everything about the game, but I actually didn't know anything about the game um, until, you know, I started getting into coaching. And then uh, what I, the first thing I did was hire people to work with me uh, that were better coaches and, and uh, you know, better students of the game and had more experience. And um, I learned uh, as much as I possibly could and asked as many questions as I possibly can to the people that I trusted and, and, and who I liked what type of style of coaching they were and um, you know it's always been for me is uh, it's, it's never has been work uh, it's always fun um, and not to say that there's not a lot of work involved there's a tremendous amount of work that has to go involved in everything at every level and but it, for me it's it's not difficult it's a lot of fun and I really enjoy it and for that for me is why I just wanted to continue to keep going and eventually said, I want to try to get as, as, as the highest level as possible. And uh, I'm so fortunate to have that opportunity now. New Oilers assistant coach Manny Viviros joining us tonight. Inside Sports on 630 Chad. He, Trent Yanni, and Glenn Gullitson also hired as uh, Oilers assistant coaches. Um, you know, Glenn and, and, and Trent, uh, I don't know how often you may have uh, crossed paths with them before, but uh, any thoughts there or, or any pre-existing relationship with those men? Well, outside of uh, playing against Trent uh, in junior hockey and, and also with Todd junior hockey, um, you know, certainly know who, who these gentlemen are, but I've never had a whole lot of contact. But the hockey world is small, uh, very, very small, so you get to hear a lot of things. And, and, and in this business, you, you hear right away who are good people and good, good quality and who are very talented at what they do. And all three of those guys, Todd, Trent, and Glenn, come highly recommended and highly endorsed by everybody in the hockey business. And uh, that's something I'm so looking forward to, having an opportunity to, to learn from these guys and, and, you know, bounce ideas off them also. You know, I often ask this question. You know, you would have, you would have been coaching pro in Europe uh, last couple of years with Swift, and now into the NHL. So the last couple of years, you would have been dealing obviously with with all players twenty and younger, and uh, now you'll be dealing mostly with players twenty and over, and obviously some guys into their early or even mid thirties. Uh, mid thirties. Does that does that change at all how you relate to players of uh, of different age groups? Does that change a coach's approach at all? Well, it certainly does. I think, uh, you know, obviously you have a more established player that's been in, in professional hockey for a number of years. Uh, they don't play for a number of years in national hockey unless they get what it understands to be a professional hockey player, whether it's uh, how they, you know, uh, work on ice, work off ice, how do they manage their time, uh, family, um, and everything. And, you know, if you can play in national hockey league for a long period of time, you, you get how that, how everything's supposed to work. Um, you know, with kids, uh, younger kids uh, coming into pro hockey or how we try to, uh, you know, send our kids on from our junior level here is that we try to treat them and get them ready for that next level, professional level, as far as, uh, you know, how they are off ice, uh, time management, getting proper rest, nutrition, and, and everything else. And there's no question, a different dynamic as far as mature-wise also, too. 
and uh, you know a lot of times the young kids we forget that they're just kids especially at the junior level and sometimes you just gotta allow them to be kids and uh, let them uh, you know grow up in, in a way without pushing them too quick and uh, um, you know that's something that we've this organization's always take pride in like that it's not just the hockey side of it it's more important that we're we're sending uh, mature young men uh, on to the next uh, whatever career uh, choice they make after hockey. Manny, I almost uh, hate to throw this one at you, but you know me, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, and I know you have a lot of Oilers uh, games and film to watch now uh, to recap the last season. But, I mean, you, you know the story. The, the power play had some great offensive players on it, but, but, was, but was last in the NHL in terms of percentage over the full year. I mean, I'll ask you just kind of generally, your, your maybe power play philosophy and what you would hope to uh, maybe contribute to that part of the Oilers this coming season. Well, you don't read uh, right now. Um, you know, as far as our our uh, how we're, everything's going to be delegated, as far as with the coaching staff, it's going to be a collaboration of everybody of having input in all the special teams and everything that we do. And uh, right now, it's uh, it's uh, you know too early for me to say anything about. Uh, um, what uh, exactly uh, I'll be doing specifically until we all sit down as a coaching staff and, and talk about this. And, uh, um, you know, then when due time we have that, uh, then I'll be able to elaborate more. But again, I, you know, before you can start commenting on uh, certain things, I have to, like you said, look at game film and ask questions and then ask some questions first of all. So, but, uh, you know, maybe we could have this conversation in maybe uh, six weeks or two months from now. Again, I can give you a much clearer answer. Fair, fair enough. Uh, Todd, Todd did mention today that, that he thinks to start out with, um, you, you'd likely be uh, up top uh, for the first couple of periods and then be uh, on the bench uh, for the third period. How does that uh, how does that sound to you? I mean, obviously you've, you've been on a on a bench a lot, but uh, how do you what do you look for forward to in that role? You know what? Uh, whatever uh, I talked to Todd also too. I said whatever he needs me to do as far as uh, uh, what role, what capacity. He says uh, I'm all in. So um, you know that's something that we think we're always going to discuss later on going throughout the year though. But um, you know, Reed, I'm a rookie. Um, <laughs> my first time in, in this type of position in the National Hockey League, and, and there's going to be an opportunity to, for me or I need some time just to kind of see how things work at the National Hockey League level and everything. So um, you know, whatever they're asking me to do, I'm going to be there. Uh, in full support and do whatever I can. Okay. And uh, I mentioned we'd, we'd kind of put the capper on the uh, on the Broncos season because obviously you and I have talked a lot uh, uh, throughout uh, a pretty fun year overall for the Broncos. I know, I know it didn't uh, obviously end the way you wanted at the Memorial Cup, but, uh, you know, just tell me a little bit about that. I mean, look, it's not a forgiving tournament. Uh, you can have a bad couple games and you're behind the eight ball. Uh, just, just how do you look back at the Memorial Cup now that you've had a couple days to uh, to digest it? Well, you know, uh, every experience that we've had uh, throughout the uh, the playoffs and our regular season or more than a couple, whether it's positive or negative, we, you know, our group embrace it and then we, you know, look at it and, and we move on. Um, you know, our journey just to get there was uh, uh, extraordinary itself where we played 26 games. I think it was the record of any CHL team in history to get to the Memorial Cup. And uh, there's no question, uh, Reed, we were tired. Um, it was a long year. We played 101 games. 
um, and it was a long year for our kids and our kids were a little bit banged up and we had a difficult time matching that energy and that intensity level that we did through our playoffs, uh, the two months of our playoffs. And that's not taking anything away from the, the teams that beat us. Uh, they're all deserving. They're great hockey teams. And uh, and if we uh, played at our our best during that tournament, uh, you know, we still may not have won. But um, you know, our kids were were really uh, you know exhausted at the end of the year. But doesn't take away uh, at all from how proud we were of our kids and how they dealt with the adversities uh, over the last two months with everything that happened. Uh, you know, especially with the humble tragedy. Also, too, very proud of our boys. Well, Manny, thanks for talking to us tonight. Uh, I mean, fans are, are are happy for you, and obviously you're a great uh, Edmonton story. You're going to be working here for the Oilers. Congratulations on the new job. Look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, thanks for having me on.